Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Bryant drives one left center field pretty well hit. Back goes Gordon and Phillips near the wall. Gone! Home run Chris Bryant into left center, his first of the year. Ron, you've talked about the video board. It was right under the video board, and it made the basket maybe into the first row of seats to the left of the 368 sign. Bryant with a home run. Cubs lead 2-0. That's our next Wayne. Nicely done, Stifler. That's Wayne Newton. And we go live to Las Vegas to talk to Wayne Newton right now on the score. No, we don't. I'm just I'm just lying. We've had a lot of Wayne Anoya this morning and Wayne Apalooza. And we actually have a Wayne on the line now that we thought we were going to have earlier in the week. And then it seemed we weren't going to have him on according to our producer, Stifler, but now he is here. He's Wayne Randazzo, who calls baseball games for the Mets. So the Scores Hotline, presented by Alpamonte Ford, Alpamonte Ford on Melrose in Melrose Park on North Avenue or apford.com, welcomes a garden variety Wayne to our airwaves. How are you, <laughs> mystery Wayne? This was a lot of Wayne fusion this afternoon and this morning for you Waken Bakers. Yes, it is. So now that we have you here, do you know if you guys has Steve Cohen goes around baseball going like need it, bought it, bought it, need it, want it, buy it. What's the price? So do you guys have Chris Bryant yet? It's funny that you have that perspective because Mets fans do not have that perspective. They feel like this has been largely a disappointing offseason. They expected the Mets to sign George Springer and Trevor Bauer and JT Realmuto and the Mets signed none of those guys. You know, they made the trade for Lindor. They picked up some pieces along the way. I think that the Mets fans were wanting this uh, drunken sailor spending to happen, and Steve Cohen really hasn't done that. But the team has improved, and no, they don't have Chris Bryant yet. All right, so let's stay. And hi, Wayne. How are you? <laughs> Mark? <laughs> Really good to talk to you, buddy. Um, what what you. has been yeah? What has been Mets fans' reaction to the possibility of Chris Bryant? How has that been met? Well, you know, Chris has uh, just got one year left on his deal, and I think the Mets have bigger fish to fry in terms of of contract extensions. You know, Lindor also only has one year left. Michael Conforto's a homegrown kid has one year left. Cindergard has one year left. 
So I think it would be exciting to have an upgraded third base. Um, but, you know, Brian has kind of struggled the last couple of years, and you're not getting the MVP Chris Bryant from 2016. You're getting a version that's trying to prove himself again before going into free agency. So I think that would be met with enthusiasm for the most part, but I think it also depends on the price and if a starting pitcher is involved. I think the Mets still would like to get one more starting pitcher, and you know the one I think Mets fans would like to see come over with Chris Bryant is Kyle Hendricks, and I don't think that's necessarily going to happen. Uh, I think the Mets might be more interested in a trade with the Reds because I think they would be more willing to give up a starting pitcher along with Eugenio Suarez. So uh, it's it's an interesting time because we just saw Arenado get traded, and there's still some more big names can be traded, and, and Chris Bryant's certainly a, a big a name as any. But uh, we'll see. I don't know that Mets fans are, are jumping up and down necessarily to, for this to happen. We're talking with Wayne Randazzo, uh, calls ball games for the New York Mets, and we're talking about the Cubs and Mets here on the score and the Chris Bryant rumors, um, the which are just trade rumors at the moment. So was Steve Cohen in any way, was he a was he game stopped? Was he <laughs> He was a little bit. I, I think yeah. he was, yes. Well I think he had to bail out the company that was really game stopped and then uh I think he took a little bit of a bath on that particular day, but I think he's fine. I think he's still got twelve or thirteen billion left over. Ooh. Yeah, he's well, gonna he's gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah, I think he could if he got GameStop <laughs> ten times. I think he'd still be fine. Yeah, but I didn't know if that affected whatever he wants to. Nothing seeming to nothing affected what he wanted to spend. But yet, like the point you made is. Where's all the, the filthy lucre from all that money, the, 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 the players, the bodies, that, that unbeatable lineup, that unbeatable rotation? And so I guess Mets fans are, I, I guess they have a reason to be upset given what the way he swaggered into MLB. And, and I think that the Cub fans might be looking at their billionaire family saying, how come you're cutting back? How come you're you're doing the the bargain basement thing? Do we need a tag day? Are you going to be at the the <laughs> Addison Street off ramp with a tin cup? And you're a billionaire. You're supposed to do this. If you can't pass it on to the next billionaire. Get a, I wanted to say get ourselves a our own Steve Cohen, but well, you're telling us Met fans would not be that would not endorse that. Well, I think that they like it better than how it was in terms of what the Mets are doing. I think that Sandy Alderson, though, who who has taken over as team president, is kind of thrifty in nature. He's not going to be someone who's going to go crazy and spend money just to spend it. It doesn't necessarily make you a better team. I think that the Mets are trying to plug all the holes they they have, and they had a lot. They were 12 games under 500 in in a shortened season last year. So I think the Mets had a lot of work to do. I think they've done a lot of it. And they, like I said, they're, they're worried about the future, too. They know they're going to have to give Lindor $300 million. They know they're going to have to give Conforto probably 150 to 175 So if they're not necessarily spending it now, I think that they will next offseason or maybe even during this season to keep those two guys around. So they, they know there's some big expenditures coming up. And, you know, as far as Steve Cohen, you know, he's richer than the next three richest owners in baseball combined. So I don't think that they're pinching pennies or, or, or trying to do anything that 
uh, would suggest they're not going to spend money long term. I think they will, but I think they're just being a, a little bit more careful than, than Mets fans were hoping. Yeah, you know, obviously Jacob DeGrom might be the best pitcher in baseball right now, and then there's Carlos Carrasco, and beyond that, Stroman, Peterson. It, is that an area of concern the, beyond Carrasco in the starting rotation, or is there more confidence than I'm seeing on paper? No, I think I think you're about right. I think that obviously with DeGrom, you, you've got one of the best in baseball, and you hope that Syndergaard comes back mid-season and and returns to form. But with Tommy John surgery, you never know. I mean, that, he could he could have a setback and not pitch at all this year. You know, you hope for the best, and and if if that happens, then that's a big boost to the rotation. You know, Carrasco's a, a nice piece of that Lindor trade. He's a solid number two starter. Um, you know, yeah, you do have Marcus Stroman. They did trade for Joey Lucchese from the Padres. So they've got some guys. And Peterson was, was somewhat impressive as a rookie. But, yeah, I think that's an area where the Mets would like to get one more arm yeah. to come in. I know they took a look at Jake Arrieta. But, you know, the free agents that are left, guys like Jake Odorizzi and James Paxton, you know, they all have some sort of baggage. So you know, that's kind of why I mentioned Hendricks before. I think the Mets, if they do make a trade for a third baseman, would also like to include a starting pitcher. And if that's the case, I don't know that the Cubs, who pretty much have a team-friendly deal with Hendricks, would be interested in doing that. Wayne Randazzo is our guest. He calls ball games for the New York Mets. He used to be in Chicago. We got a Wayne today. You saw Arietta a lot. Cubs fans really didn't. Did not not pitching against the Cubs this year or last season. So what did you see from him? What do you think about the Cubs paying $6 million for a um, an ex with benefits? <laughs> um, you know, I, I think that it's an interesting move considering they could have kept Lester for a little bit less than that. And I don't know. They've both dropped off considerably since they were postseason heroes and, and helped the Cubs do something they hadn't done in over 100 years. Neither are the same guy. They've both looked pretty shot over the last couple of years. And Arietta maybe even more so than Lester. You know, Jake did not pitch very well for the Phillies, especially in the last year and a half. His velocity is, is pretty much completely gone. And he's just not going to be nearly the same guy that, that Cubs fans remember when he left in the first place. So I think the Cubs, back when they decided Darvish over Arietta, made the right decision. Uh, in this case, Arietta over a potential Lester return or someone else. You know, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe Arietta can, can find another year or two where he's still got some good stuff and can be a, a good back-end starter for them. You certainly won't lose out on the competitiveness because just like Lester, Jake Arietta is still as, as much of a bulldog as he ever, ever has been. Wayne, I think that you, sir, have an excellent job. You got a great job, one of the great <laughs> baseball you. markets of all time. You're doing play by play. But I gotta ask you, I gotta ask you when and, and mm. the Cubs hired a, a terrific guy, John Shambi, to be the T V guy. Were you interested in that gig? And uh, would you ever be interested in coming back to uh, broadcasting with the Cubs or in Chicago again? Or are you is your life New York now because you got such a great gig there? Yeah, I mean, you know, with with being in New York, it's it's the number one market for what we do. The Mets have been incredible to me since I started. This is going to be my seventh season with the Mets, so it's it's been a little while now. Yeah, um, it's uh, and I, I love it there. I'm happy there for sure. 
Uh, but yeah, Chicago is home. Uh, I've lived there most of my life. I, I still live in Chicago in the off season. So I'm always going to be interested in, in a, a potential <laughs> return if it makes sense uh, to come back to Chicago. So, you know, obviously Boog is an incredible broadcaster. The Cubs couldn't have hit a bigger home run than by hiring Boog. I'm glad they did because he's uh, he's the exact kind of guy that they need in that booth. So they uh, they did well for themselves. And, you know, if it so happened that it worked out for me to come home and, and be with one of the two teams, I'd, I'd love it. Yeah, Boog looks like the love, unholy love child of John Goodman and John C. Riley. So, yeah, what's more Chicago than that? Yeah, that's it. That's right. Hey, he looks he looks perfect. <laughs> Wayne, thanks for your time. Thanks for thanks for being the right way all along. We just didn't know it here. We appreciate your time. Of course, thanks guys. Bye, Wayne. Right. Wayne Randazzo. Um, love the he Randazzo. He spent time on Saturday Suckage, not as a guest but as a co-host. Yeah, and, he did a little um, bit of everything. Wayne and I yeah. used to be, you know, we'd be uh, passing, uh, handing off the update shifts all the time. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Wayne's doing pre and post in New York. I'm doing pre and post for the Cubs. Like the whole thing got broken up and we all had, we all got better jobs. And now here we are. Um, Wayne is cranking it out in New York, play by play. I mean, there's really not a lot better than that. But I had to ask him about the Cubs thing. And that, and that right. was. And, and John Chambi is a great hire. I mean, in terms of like personality and mechanics and all that. But I, but I was curious. And I guess he, I guess we don't know if Wayne tried out for that job or was interested in that job. But he, he keeps uh, his options open because he is, you know, when jobs open, Wayne's a guy you got to be reckoned with. Yep. All right. So after what Mark Heard got hijacked by Toby and Stifler's mom. <laughs> oh, that's right. Apparently a smoke, and we'll do that. And then we also have to do what are you doing, Wagner? Because especially this show today, the way Saturday suckage is gone, we just can't not finish those pieces, having no idea, but all kinds of great hopes about where they might go. So that's what's coming up the rest of the hour. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Mark Grody at Saturday Suckage, Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Uh, Mark Grody, go ahead. 
Unmute Mark. There it is. Uh, Mitch. <laughs> Mark Rody, go ahead. This is part uh, two of what Mark what Mark heard. Uh, Mark Rody, go ahead. Yeah. And we have no idea what self-medication expert will interrupt this version, but we're going to go ahead and start it <laughs> anyways, Mark. Those were the early days of Zoom when we were all on the ground floor and nobody knew anything and how to uh -huh. unmute. Yep, yep, yep. Had to work through those bugs there and talking to Mitch Trubisky. So, so we've gone um, from we've gone from Jake Arietta doing Pilates in the cave while Joe Madden's answering questions about Jake Arietta to early Zoom days of Mitch Trubisky. Mark Rohde, go ahead. Yes. All right. Now. We're going to get more into, if we have time, sometimes our conversations just blast off here during the segment, What Mark Heard. We'll get uh -huh. more into the Carson Wentz, but how about the other offensive topic for the Bears? And that's Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson was speaking on his contract situation. Oh, Allen. Well, I know Good. you've been a fan favorite there in Chicago, and why not? 98 receptions last year, over 102 uh, this past season uh, that you had for the Bears. And I know there's been frustrations about, you know, potentially okay, getting the, the extension and getting that contract re-signed. It didn't happen. But yeah, is there still an open line of communication of returning to the Chicago Bears? And would you potentially want to remain a, a Chicago Bear? Um, you know, I would say it's an open line of communication. Again, I mean, um, we haven't spoken to him for some time now, you know, but um, it definitely still is an open line of, of communication. I've always said that, you know, I'll be here if they'll have me. You know, that's the main thing. And, again, um, even even dating back to the season for myself, you know, it wasn't it wasn't too much of frustration. You know, I just was trying to do what was best for myself. You know, again, um, at the same time, uh, you know, as far as the contract and things like that, you know, if I wasn't going to get a contract extension, you know, I understood that. You know, and for myself, you know, it just was, you know, weighing, weighing all my options and weighing as far as what would be best. You know, again, I mean, like I said before, I've had nothing but respect and appreciation for the franchise and for the organization. You know, again, um, I think things get twisted, you know, with players when they start talking about, you know, frustration and things like that rather than a player a player just trying to figure out, you know, what's best for themselves and, and for their career at that specific time. You know, so, again, it's never been too much frustration, you know, again, um, it's a business. Would you be opposed? I'm going to recruit you. Would you be opposed to going back to Jacksonville? Remember, they're going to have that young, talented quarterback I was describing. You know, some guys again, like to return where they were, and they, they they go buy their old house again or whatever. You know, where they feel like there was a little bit of home there. Would you ever go back to Jacksonville? Again, you know, um, at this point, you know, I I pretty much you know be open to you know everything everything on the table. You know, I think as yep. far as Again, um, I'm not 100% sure, you know, what will happen in the next coming weeks um, as far as, you know, being a free agent and things like that. But, you know, as as everything stands today, you know, I definitely will be uh, open to everything on the table. All right. So that's obviously Bears wide receiver Allen Robinson. He was on Sirius XM. Jim Miller, one of the voices involved in that conversation. And it's, it's pretty obvious that Allen Robinson, while he loves Chicago, and I think he, he truly – digs the organization there will be no hometown discount and then on the other side of this the bears are not going to give him the maximum so to speak they're not going to break the bank for him because they have other concerns and more than likely it's going to be a franchise tag steve do you think that's smart business on the bears part that there's enough other positions that need to tend to to not give Allen robinson what he wants or would it be a mistake to give him the franchise tag I, again, I, I'll go back to when we were discussing 
the quarterback and making trades. I give up. I I want my offensive line fixed first. And mm-hmm. if that, there's a threat that Allen Robinson money eats into that, I don't do that. I know he's a terrific receiver. I would believe that I can find other targets. I my coach better be good enough to figure it out. Uh, but I would I would not want to endanger what I need to spend on the offensive line. You know, I want to ask you this question because early in the year you thought there was a wink, wink, nod, nod. There was an agreement when th- suddenly the sound of the talk yeah. changed. Do you think differently now, or do you think something did something happen? What do you think? Huh. Well, I think that at that point, I think something. Well, I don't know if decisive is the right word. Something concrete occurred with Allen Robinson to make him um, to quell his cryptic text message or social Uh media things. And you didn't see as many players saying, pay this man, pay this man. Something was said. And I know now because things have changed since then, because I was able to ask Ryan Pace if he talked if he had spoken to Al Robinson and Ryan Pace said yes, that he had. And so I think that that's what, what happened that he spoke. And I don't know if he heard what he wanted to hear. Obviously he probably didn't, but it was enough to, it was enough of a real answer. Like Ryan Pace probably said to Alan Robinson, this is my guess. Hey Alan, sorry, we're not going to do anything during the season. Whatever happens is going to happen after the season is over. So that to me precluded Alan Robinson from then talking about it further or making any more comments further on it because he knew that it wasn't going, nothing was going to occur until the, the off season. Does that make sense? Does that answer the question? Yeah. And now we're in the off season and everybody's got a different look and, and what the bears look at and what, you know, the, the idea of whatever Alan Robinson might want again, off, I, I want the offensive line first. If I have a chance to get Russell Wilson, cause Seattle wants to get rid of him, or Deshaun Watson, I would do that even 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 at the risk of not having the offensive line that I want. I think it would be much too dangerous for Deshaun Watson. But that if I get that guy, I think I I would I would then go to the offensive line. And I know you're saying, well, what would he who would he throw to? And he was a third rank quarterback with nobody to throw to in Houston. So you could do that. But I would, again, I'll go offensive line unless I get one of those top two quarterbacks. I get Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson if they spring loose. Yeah, I think I, for the most part, uh, agree with you. And Ryan Pace, when, when in that same press conference, when asked about the franchise tag and whether he would use it on Allen Robinson, he didn't say yes, but he did say there, there's a reason those types of things are at our disposal. They are there for us to use them. So honestly, I'd be surprised at this point if Allen Robinson did not receive the franchise tag. And then maybe, maybe they work on an extension going forward. Yeah. But you're right, and the Bears were right about that during the season. It wasn't just the quarterback position. It is the quarterback position, number one. Yeah. But there are so many other areas, you said it, offensive line, and more weapons catching the football that need to be tidied up before they can give Allen Robinson the bank. So, um, all right, let's let's move on now. Let's go to um, let's go. I got opposing views now on Carson Wentz. One guy likes Wentz, one guy does not. The guy that likes him 
is Michael Lombardi. He likes him, but it comes with something of a caveat, maybe one that Bears fans would like. He, he believes that something else has to happen if Wentz is hired by the Bears. Here's Michael Lombardi on the Mully and Haw Show. I think you have to go back to what they did in Philly in 17. I think Wentz is a quarterback who needs to be on play-action pass. He needs to be under center a little bit more than he was. He got so caught up in the read. What happened was when they were in 17, when they were playing really well, and then he got hurt, they they moved their offense from what Wentz was doing into what Nick Foles did well, which was RPOs. And then really that's not the game for Wentz. Wentz was best under center play-action pass. I think you got to run the ball with Wentz. I think there's no doubt about that. All right. Stevie Sunshine, it comes with, he's not going to be the guy that is going to dominate every game. you got to have a running game to go with it. I'm guessing that pleases a lot of Bears fans. Does that please you to hear a caveat that would come with Carson Wentz? Yeah, he's, <clears throat> again, he's Mitch Trubisky. Everything you say about Carson Wentz, you say about Mitch Trubisky. They all need that. All right, let's go to the guy who lines up more with what I think you feel. And by the way, I still disagree that he's he's not Mitchell Trubisky. He's, he's already had a lot more success than Trubisky in his career. But here is Boomer Esiason on the... Well, actually, at the time, it says that this was the Danny Parkins show. That show has changed now to add <laughs> Matt Spiegel. I don't know if you've heard that or not, but it is. I know now. they got they got married and and they both changed their they changed their first names. Oh yeah. my God! I didn't even look at it that way. You are just yeah, a they treasure. Yeah, got married. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, but anyway, here's Boomer Siason on Carson Wentz and whether or not he would be a good fit. I think if he goes with Frank in Indianapolis, I say yes. If he goes with Matt in the Bears, I say no. I, I just you know like do the Bears need this? Do they need a reclamation project? I'd rather see the Bears go get Sam Darnold, you know. Um, and, and, look, I, I would love to see Carson and Frank back together again. Maybe if Carson goes to Cincinnati, I mean, out of Chicago, then maybe Nick Foles goes to Indianapolis. Who knows? I mean, I know that Frank has a high regard for Nick Foles. I think that could happen, too. But, you know, I just I don't like the feel of it because uh, I think Carson needs to be around somebody that knows him and can get the best out of him, and, and that really is Frank. Um, I don't. I don't know if Matt has Matt Nagy has any relationship with Carson from somewhere. Maybe he liked him coming out of, uh, you know, college. Maybe Ryan Pace liked him coming out of college. I don't know. But Carson is is really damaged goods right now. I mean, really. I mean, I think just from a mental standpoint, I, I, I Mitch Trubisky is more stable than and than than Carson. Honestly, guys, I really do. I think that. I think they would be better off keeping Mitch as opposed to bringing Carson in. I know everybody's enamored with Carson's physical abilities, but it's the intangibles that I worry about and whether or not, you know, damaged goods like that coming into a Bears team with the enormous amount of pressure that's going to be on him is going to be a good thing. I think Frank could protect him in Indianapolis, and I know Frank knows how to get the best out of him. You know, if I were Carson, that's where I would want to go. And I, but I do understand why the Bears are trying to do this. I just don't think it's a great fit. Frank is Frank Reich, the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, BTW. That was Boomer Esiason talking about Carson Wentz. And the statement that he said, the damning one or the interesting one, the thesis, the Bears are better off with Mitchell Trubisky than Carson Wentz. I don't take, I don't believe that. Um, I can't take it that Do you take it that far, Steve, in your hate, I, I don't, apparently, for Carson Wentz? I will concede 
Boomer Esiason's reading of a quarterback far better than me. And if he thinks that there's that this might be an emotional, mental mess, and this might be this isn't he describing a guy who's very fragile in so many different ways, and and physical it might be the least of them. That's the way it sounds to me. Things have to be just altogether perfect around. You know, it was almost a almost a way that people were describing Mark Pryor as everything's got to be perfect mm-hmm. around him and and good vibes and all the quarterback incubator factors have to be perfect and all that. And I think another reason I don't want the Bears to make this move is not just because I think he's another version of Mitch Trubisky. I don't want the draft capital given up. I want Ryan Pace to stay away from quarterbacks. I want him to be distracted to draft, to go to anywhere except quarterback. I want him to fix everything except that. I just... That's another. Re- I don't think he knows what he's doing with quarterbacks. Collaborating with Mitch with Matt Nagy isn't going to get him anywhere. We saw that in Nick Foles. So you're paying Nick Foles. You already paid for him in draft capital. You're paying him money. Let him quarterback. Fix the offensive line if you can't get Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson. I just don't think the way Boomer's talking about. It, and had, did you hear Bryant Westbrook, an Eagles insider and Eagles all timer, talking about the way? that he thinks Carson Wentz could be good and helpful, but there's so much that Carson Wentz needs to change and needs to be amenable to changing and take coaching. That was hmm, really, I did not and, hear that. Yeah, um, that that's another reason I just don't think, and that's a guy from Philly. Yeah, maybe he's too hard. Maybe he's too close to it. Boomer's kind of, Boomer's, Boomer's kind of saying the same thing. I don't, I, don't, I don't need to get another, maybe a more broken version of Mitch Trubisky. I don't, who hey, let's that? change let's change the segment really quick. Let's let's do okay. what Steve let's do what Steve heard and and listen to Michael Westbrook. Here it is. Well, I, I think if you're a team that's willing to trade for Carson Wentz, you have to believe that this past 2020 past season 2020 was the outlier. And what you have to correct when he comes into your system is one his fundamentals. You have to be able to uh, change his fundamentals, change his mechanics, get his footwork together. And in order to do all those things, you have to change him mentally. He has to be able to accept coaching. That's one of the big excuses that they've had and and reasons in Philadelphia that some of the players on that team didn't find comfort in Carson Wentz because he wasn't willing to accept coaching and was very belligerent about saying, I'm going to be right and pushing back with some of the things that the coaches were trying to do. As a a franchise guy, of course, we want you to be successful, but you have to be coached very well. And that means he has to get his footwork, his mechanics, his fundamentals back. And that's the type of quarterback that can go out there and be close to an MVP candidate that he was in 2017. If he doesn't and is not willing to correct those things, then he won't be even close to that guy, which he hasn't been since 2017. Well, Ryan, that is interesting. Yeah, Ryan Westbrook of the, of the Eagles. He's, you know, he's tied in there. So, Yeah, there, there are. And I, and I am sick of hearing about mechanics and quarterback mechanics it seems like even even Jay Cutler I mean and Cutler had that arm that he thought he could overcome poor fundamentals and mechanics with but I don't know I guess are there a lot of mechanically sound quarterbacks that exist in the NFL anymore I mean like Patrick Mahomes is like the worst mechanics right but I mean he's great right so yeah, yeah I mean and, and I I believe what he's saying and and he better accept coaching and all of that, but I don't know. I feel like quarterback mechanics are a thing that, that just don't exist as much anymore. 
Well, they're they're a part of it. They're they're there are they, it cuts to the idea of accepting coaching, being coachable um, on a coach's terms, not on a player's terms, and that I think is part of what's going on there. I just I, again. I don't need to spend draft capital on those kinds of question marks. The, the Bears have need the draft capital, and they have bigger, bigger questions that Carson Wentz isn't going to solve them. I don't think he's going to answer them. So. All right. Well, that's all I got. Anything else you heard this week, Steve, of interest? Because I mean, you're just collecting stuff. Like you're hanging out, listening to the radio, doing your thing. And what else did you hear this week on the station? I I collected stuff for Wegner that is just a whole bunch of nonsense that we really needed. And um, so I I suggest we take a break and we come back and and we do what are you doing, Wegner? A near award, a yet another. For this show, a near award-winning segment that is just a whole bunch of nonsense, but necessary. That's what we're here for. We're nonsense, but necessary. Saturday suckage. Right? What are you doing, Wagner? Yeah, that's what we're doing. What are you doing, Wagner? Our near award-winning segment. Right here. On the score. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Mark Rohde. Saturday suckage. We'll take you up to 2 o'clock if Stifler can manage it. We are um, going to start with, you know, Mark, when you go to hockey games, you see a game before a game when they warm up. There's a thing. Sometimes the last guy on the ice for each team wants to be the last guy on the ice, period. Knock it off. Just keep skating around. Patrick Kane does that. Uh-huh. Used to be a guy they would fire into the opponent's net. Start you could start brawls that way. Claude Demieux was was known for such things as as so that tradition, that superstition carried on Friday. I'd never seen this one though. Rangers and Bruins and Brad Marchand and Mika Zabanajad. Refuse to leave the ice. Okay, that's one thing. They're just standing there. They're taking a knee on the ice, staring each other down. But meanwhile, everybody left the ice. They went, The two players are still on the ice. The Zamboni came out and cleaned the ice around them. And <laughs> Marshawn and Zabanajad are still there. And then the nets were replaced after the Zamboni got done. And Marshawn and Zabanajad were still there. So they finally decided to settle it the old-fashioned way. Do you know how they settled this, Mark? No. Do you have a guess? No, I don't. Rock, um, paper, scissors. Shootout. Oh, my Rock, God. paper, scissors. And Marshawn haters will be happy to know that, that um, Marshawn flashed scissors and Zabanajad beat him with a rock. And then they went off the ice. That's how they settled it. I had not not seen that that before. That is amazing. I love it. And the whole time you were telling the story, I was thinking that you could combine those two names into one awesome name, Marshawn Zabanajad. Doesn't that just sound right? Yes. That that would work. Yeah. Thanks. So there's there's a food truck. I love food trucks. There's a food truck in Seattle called Swine and Steel. 
Isn't that a great oh, name? Oh, God. You had me Isn't at swine. A... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's a food truck in Seattle called Swine and Steel. And the owner was just tired. It's a barbecue truck. Was just tired of people acting like, well, acting like people. So he put up this massive sign over the windows, many windows that this food truck had. And big, bold capital letters, it says, masks go over mouth and nose. (laughs) And under that, in bold capital, black, bold letters, it's been a year. I could potty train a dog faster than this. (laughs) And then, Uh then... There are the Uh, excuses and the answers. In blue ink, it's, I forgot it. And under that, in black ink, go get it. In blue ink, you won't won't hear me. And in black ink, be louder. And in blue ink, I can't breathe. And in black ink, grow up. (laughs) I love that. I love that. He's heard them all, apparently. Yeah, I could I could potty train a dog faster. That's wonderful. That's outstanding. So I didn't know that. You know, every everything has its own day, right? It's yeah. This week included National Roast Day, as in what Jeffrey Ross does. I'll roast. Oh, that kind of roast. As opposed to funny, funny roasting. Yeah. 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 So Wendy's, the website, Mm. Wendy's tweeted out, Mm -hmm. time for everybody's favorite made-up social media holiday. It's National Roast Day, like right now. Drop a roast me below and feel the burn. So the Tampa Bay Rays social media department responded to Wendy's and said, go ahead, Wendy. Absolutely roast us. Keep it spicy like your nugs. And Wendy's responded to Ray's baseball, we're surprised you didn't pull your social media manager in the middle of writing that great tweet. (laughs) How good is that? (sighs) That's outstanding. I love that. That's that's a pretty good back and forth right there. Um, Right. Sorry. You know what? what? It's funny that you say that. Sorry, I was looking something up while you were talking. Um, Today is... According to uh, George Bliss, today is World Radio Day. You know, every day's got to be a day. Today is also and every World day Radio is a day. day. Yeah, I know. Yep. So there you go. <clears throat> World Radio Day. What what happens yeah, on World that Radio Day? Um, let's see. Let me look. Let me look. Um, yeah, I guess I guess just like actual radio because this post says today is World Radio Day. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not, not important us. to most, but very special to me. Very special. When I was ten years old. My dad bought me for my birthday a crystal radio. I, I guess that was a brand name for a radio. Really? I don't know. Yeah. You so got a yeah, set. so today's radio. Do you own a you you got a radio, right? Used to have one. I have one somewhere that I don't use because the phone and the computer are radios. They're radios. Right? They're TVs. I don't know why we can't make a cell phone that's also a a vaping device. That was my idea earlier. <laughs> Come if on, you can man, make a phone soon. a TV, yeah. I mean, so, seriously, like, what what's stopping us? 
Yeah. And somebody responded when I asked Toby about um, roasted garlic and basil marijuana sauce and said they call that Rasta pasta. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, well, that does sound. I could believe that, but I don't know. Familiar. So yeah. in, in Colorado, the San Miguel Sheriff's Department tweeted out a picture <laughs> about this incident on Highway 145. A large boulder the size of a large boulder is blocking the southbound lane. Expect delays. <laughs> How good is that? A large boulder it's the size, the size of, a large of a large boulder. <laughs> okay, so uh, the, the Twitter feed, the Twitter account belongs to Roberto Luongo. It's, it's at Strombone, S-T-R-O-M-B-O-N-E-1. <clears throat> and this is from the Super Bowl. Tom going to win his seventh ring at 43, and I can barely put my socks on, which I really <laughs> like. And then it put uh-huh. it into perspective. A, um, a writer named John Ehrlichman, not the, not the former, all the, not one of all the president's men, but from Canadian Bloomberg, a Canadian Bloomberg uh, employee, writes it for the business version business version up there he, he tweeted out this list get a load of this some businesses that advertised during tom brady's first super bowl aol blockbuster oh my god radio shack oh jesus circuit city sing Trump it usa amen sears what Hot- what Hot Jobs, Yahoo, oh, Voice Stream Wireless, and Gateway Computers. Oh. <laughs> so far that back we go. Is a, that is a Tom Brady's first Super Bowl. Those are some of the advertisers. That's, That's incredible. That is just a hell of a list. God. So one of our favorite follows here is OB Sean Kenobi Doolittle. At what would do do Sean Doolittle, the reliever, got the last out of the Nationals World Series championship. Yeah. And he signed with the Reds. And the Reds tweeted out, do you have a moment to read our tweet? The Reds have officially signed left-handed pitcher Sean Doolittle to a one-year contract. Welcome to Reds country, Sean. So he retweeted, hey, Reds fans, I'm new here. A little bit about me. I'm a left-handed pitcher. I'm a little uh-huh. socially awkward. <laughs> I like to read. We have a dog named Fee, and I'm scared of spiders. <laughs> I hope we can be friends because I'm really excited to come come to Cincinnati and join your team. <laughs> I, I love the vulnerability there. I love what he's just a part of. That's the way he responds. And then that night, Cincinnati was atop the trending was atop the t- trending tweets for him. So he took a screenshot and it said Cincinnati 11.6 thousand tweets and he tweeted out, "We did it. Congrats to the whole team." So there you go. There's your team player. <laughs> There's your team player. Oh, do little. What up, do? What up, Dewey? What 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 would do do? I just love the whole the whole bit of that. 
So that was it. That's that's what I have for what are you doing, Wagner? Just a sweep through. Oh, I have one more thing here. I I, I did not want to I did not want to miss this, but this was a tweet from some of our Canadian friends. Good morning. Oh, good. A friendly m- reminder that we unfortunately cannot assist you with any anthropology, a n t h r o p o l o g i e, without we we cannot assist you with any without. We cannot assist you with any anthropology purchases at any of their Toronto clothing stores. We are the Department of Anthropology at the University of Toronto. Thank you and good luck. <laughs> this is just so nice. They're they're just so uh, nice. Our our Canadian friends are always they're sorry. I'm sorry. They're sorry. They're always they're sorry. sorry. They're yeah. just so nice. No matter how many how many questions they get about the store anthropology and those purchases, they just tweet out, we're the Department of Anthropology at the University of Toronto. Thank you. <laughs> Good luck. So I don't know. We came in with the <clears throat> Cubs purchasing Jake Arrieta. How about that? Here we are out of, yeah. So, if nobody important listened to this show, we'll be back next week with Saturday Suckage. I want to thank Wayne Randazzo for being a Wayne and showing up. Stifler for producing it. Jamal Collier, Talking Bulls on the trip. And Mark Grody for being on Gene Grody's favorite show. Right? That's what she says. Yeah, I mean, she she just feels comfortable and warm with Stevie Sunshine. As well, she should. Everybody, thanks for listening to the score. It wouldn't have been possible if we weren't here to be told how much we suck. So, kudos to you guys for sucking as bad as we do. Yes, wait, wait a minute, minute Mr. Post. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. it. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.